Welcome to Quick Hits, the only podcast that gets you smartenized. Today's episode, The Politics of Stuff. It's been said that if a man is not a liberal when he's 20, he has no heart. And if he's still a liberal when he's 40, he has no brain. And this is a good description of the way personal politics work for a lot of people. They start out when they're younger, they're very, very liberal and very much to the left. And then as they get older and have more experience, by the time they hit 35 or 40, they've become conservative, especially on fiscal issues. Maybe they'll go beyond that and leave behind both liberal and conservative and mature on into a more libertarian point of view. But we're not going to go into that because we're trying to keep this to 10 minutes and we're trying to understand why do you go from liberal at age 20 to conservative at age 40. I've seen this. I've seen it happen amongst my friends and acquaintances that I've known for a long time. I've seen it happen to me. It seems to be a natural progression, so natural that it almost seems that that's the way things should be. But why does it happen? My theory is, at least a lot of it has to do with stuff, with the politics of stuff. I remember when I was 20 years old, I was living in a crappy apartment with really thick paint on the walls, but hadn't been fresh paint for years, threadbare carpets, and I didn't really have a bed. I had a mattress that was on the floor because I didn't have a bed to put the mattress on. I had a little bit of really cruddy furniture. It was hand-me-downs, and my bookcases were made out of bricks and boards. I didn't have much stuff, and the stuff that I had was crap. And I think a lot of people start out that way. In fact, I think most people probably start out that way to one degree or another. Remember that when you hear uh, lines about what, uh, how much poverty there is in America, in a lot of cases, it's your young 20-somethings who haven't established themselves yet. And that poverty is a temporary condition. But when you're in that condition, when you're in that situation, it's really easy to look around and say, wow, you know what? I'm smart. I'm ambitious. I want to work hard. I'm clever. I'm a good person. How come all my stuff is crap? And You look around, you see other people, they've got much nicer stuff. And it only seems right that they should help you get better stuff. Maybe they should be paying higher taxes than you because you need your money to buy better stuff. Maybe the ever-benevolent government should be taking things from them and giving them to people who don't have much stuff. People like you or people who are worse off than you. And that seems to make a lot of sense. But... You look around and you realize nobody's going to be giving you any stuff. If you want better stuff, you're going to have to go out and earn it. And you go out to earn it and you get your first paycheck and you see that the government has already taken a quarter of your stuff. That's the quarter that you can see. They've taken a lot more if you do a little more research and find out about it. and They've probably taken 35% or so. And then when you go to buy something, they take another... 10%, 10%, 7 or 8% in sales taxes, and at least 4 or 5 or 10%, depending on what you're buying, in hidden taxes and fees. And so 
About half of what you earn already goes to the government, and with what's left out of that, you've got to buy food and clothes and beer and other necessities of life, so you don't have a lot of money left to buy stuff. But you manage to get some more stuff, and maybe a little better stuff, and you work your way into a better job. Maybe you improve on your education so that you can get a better job. And as time goes by, you start accumulating some decent stuff. Oh, it's nothing special, but it's your stuff, and it's, it's better than it was when you were 20. And by the time you're 35 or 40 years old, you've probably got a lot of pretty nice stuff. And then some snot-nosed 20-year-old comes along and says to you, Hey, I'm smart and clever and hardworking, and you've got nice stuff, and I shouldn't have crappy stuff. You should give some of your stuff to me or to people that are even worse off than me, and you should pay higher taxes so I don't have to pay as high taxes so I can get stuff. And you look at them and say, Hey, I worked hard for all this. You go get your own stuff. And you completely forget that a couple of decades ago, you were that 20-year-old. Now, this seems to happen on a regular basis with most people. Most people, gradually, as they get older, as they get more mature, become more conservative. Now, sometimes they become more conservative on social issues, but almost always they become more conservative on fiscal issues because of the politics of stuff. But then you look at some people that have a lot of stuff, people like rock stars and people like actors, and they are almost universally way to the left. How come? How come they didn't mature out when it comes to stuff? Well, folks, I'll tell you, I have dabbled in the performing arts ever since I was a teenager. I have played around with just about every one of them except for dance, because that would have been ridiculous. But it's always been just a hobby for me, something that I just messed around with to amuse and entertain myself and hopefully my audiences. And I've learned a few things about musicians and actors and the profession itself. You see, when it comes to the performing arts, you can make a killing. But you can't make a living. You can make a million dollars. You can make ten million, a hundred million dollars. But you can't make fifty or sixty thousand dollars and have a middle class lifestyle. There are exceptions, of course, but for the most part, it's just damn near impossible. You either make that killing or you make crap. You're poor and you stay poor. You're as poor as that 20-year-old, but you stay poor. You stay in places full of crappy stuff and other people's stuff. And you may work for 5 or 10 or 15 or 20 years. All these people that you see that become overnight sensations, with the exceptions of teenage musicians, most of those people have a lot of very lean years that they worked until they could get to that place where they had all that stuff. But the maturing out of the politics of stuff is generally a gradual thing. I mean, sometimes sometimes it's not. Sometimes somebody will look at their pay, first paycheck they get when they're 20 and see how much is taken out in the world. <laughs> I think I'm a conservative now. But for the most part, it is a slow, gradual process that happens as you get older and as you get more mature. But if, instead of gradually getting more wealthy and gradually piling up more stuff, 
you stay poor for a long time, you don't have a chance for that maturing out process to happen. You go from making 10 or 15 or $17,000 a year, year after year after year, to all of a sudden, almost overnight, meteoric success. And now you're a millionaire. And now you've got all this stuff. But you're still thinking the way that you thought two or three or four years ago when you had nothing and when you had had nothing for a very long time. I can also tell you a little secret about actors. Now, this holds true a little bit for musicians, but not nearly as much. Actors are, for the most part, rather insecure people, and there's always that twinge of doubt in the back of their mind that they're really not very good. They're really just fooling everybody, and they really don't deserve it because they're really not that good. There's a guilt there. They feel like they don't even deserve all of this stuff. And that affects their attitude as well. About a hundred years ago in the Devil's Dictionary, Ambrose Bierce described a conservative as someone who was fond of existing evils, as opposed to a liberal who wished to replace them with new ones. Still a good definition, I think. And I used to think that that was the reason that artists tend to be conservative, because conservatives like things kind of the way they are or the way that they imagine they were, whereas an artist, by his very nature, her very nature, has to change things, has to fill the silence with music, the empty stage with action and motion, the white canvas with color. And so because they relish change, because their whole being is centered on creating interesting change, that's why they're more liberal. That's what I thought. But I think that's wrong. I think it really just comes down to the politics of stuff. If you're listening to this, if you're a young person and you see somebody who's in their 40s and much more conservative than you think they should be, you may be tempted to think, oh, they just got old and selfish and greedy. That's probably not the correct analysis. What's more likely is that what happened to them is going to happen to you too, if you're fortunate. And you'll realize at that point that what's really going on has to do entirely with the politics of stuff. And that's it for this episode of the Quick Hits Podcast. If you've learned a little something, if you've changed your mind, or even if you can just share a different point of view without necessarily agreeing with it, congratulations, you've been smartenized. Try to goose up the DaveHit.com website, get it back to life a little bit. I've just kind of let it languish. And about the only thing that I've really been changing around uh, recently has been the podcast, the Quick Hits podcast. The rest of the place has just kind of sat there and stagnated. And so I'm doing a lot of stuff uh, behind the scenes that are going to let me make some uh, big changes and little changes across the whole system. But one of the things that I did, I had a blog on there, which was the Quick Hits blog. And I did it, and I got, you know, into it and really pushed it for a little while and then kind of petered out on it because I did the whole thing by HTML. I wasn't using any extra tools for it. And that's not really hard to do, but it was just kind of a pain to do. And what would happen is I'd get a news item. I'd get something I wanted to comment on, and 
and by the time I got around to it, it was kind of stale, and I never got around to it, and so I ended up, yeah, maybe every two or three or four or five months, I'd put something new on the blog, which doesn't really do a lot for getting up uh, loyal traffic and, and having people visit on a regular basis. So I've just started a new blog, blog two of Quick Hits, and I'm using WordPress on it, and that makes it pretty easy to just go in there. You can be at lunch or whatever and throw something on there, and it's real simple. So I'm hoping I'll be doing it a little more often because it's easier. I've only had it up there for about a week. There's maybe a half a dozen things in there now. And it's really kind of dull because, not because the stuff there is dull. Oh, no, that's as fascinating and thrilling and entertaining as you would expect. But it looks a little abandoned because comments are available and there's like one comment in there. So go to DaveHit.com. And on the right-hand side, you'll see Quick Hits. i got to change the logo on it because it's got this, the old logo on it. But you'll see the, the Quick Hits podcast and you see the Quick Hits blog. Click on that, go there, and uh, make some comments on some of the stuff that you see just to kind of make it a little more welcoming, a little more friendly. And while you're there at DaveHit.com, spelled with two Ts, you'll see links all over the place where you can send me email. When you do that, uh, if it's about this show or comments about what's going on in this show, it could very well end up in the closing comments. I did get email, and you know what? When I sat down here, I just didn't go through it and sort it out. So I'll try and have some of that for you next week. But hitman at DaveHit.com. You can also find the correct spelling of that in the MP3 tags of this file. Or you can call 206-203-4488 and leave a message. That creates a recording that gets sent to me that also may end up in the closing comments. And until next time, please never forget that the Quick Hits Podcast is a little more than a journal of one man's opinion and therefore should not be taken too seriously.